Welcome back to While We Are On The Subject with Aaron and Ryan, the show that makes politics fun again. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of While We're On The Subject. I'm here with the troglodytean Ryan Bethay. Ryan, I meant that as a compliment, of course. You know I love you. You cannot be a troglodyte and be loved. Or maybe you can. No disrespect to all troglodytes out there. Good luck underground. I mean, there's something like about Gollum, right? Gollum. Gollum. I mean, he, he is a great redemption story. Well, not really. I mean, he, he was for a second, right? And then he just plummeted. His greed led him to you know, dive off and take the ring away. So actually, there's no redemption for Gollum. Moral of the story, don't be a Gollum. Well, speaking of greed, we're going to talk today about ride-sharing companies, Lyft, Uber, and now all these like little bitty startups and the merits of the ride-hailing as a business. So everyone has used, uh, undoubtedly probably, the ride, ride-hailing companies, ride-sharing companies at, at some point, uh, although it's still predominantly in, in urban areas and in metropolitan areas. And... I mean, it's really transformed, you know, the, like the way we think about business. You know, there's Uber-like companies that's jumped on jumped on the bandwagon a few years ago, right? There was the Uber for food, Uber for groceries, Uber for dogs, or they deliver a puppy to you. So it transformed the the venture side and technology side of the of the world, and now we're sort of seeing the frothiness die off with lots of these Uber for food companies disappearing. So it sort of begs the question of like has the for for uber itself right the the that has brought about many of these these metaphors is that a good business you know they've received a lot of heat recently uh, mainly from the ceo uh and in his uh behavior and the in the com- the company's ethics um and you know is it's the most valuable private company in the world hey aaron what if google and uber merged what would it be called uh goober that's correct (laughs) just wanted to throw it out there and that's ryan's contribution to the show that is pretty much it i mean i think it's interesting that you're talking about greed when the word sharing is in it so i mean let's get this down to it so we have pretty much a two-party system when it comes to ride sharing right aaron Mm -hmm. yeah lyft and uber lyft and uber okay and so Uber comes onto the scene. Okay, now everybody's driving UberX. There's Uber Pool. Actually, they just inked that new deal with McDonald's, speaking of food, right, where they're going to start bringing uh, McDonald's food to you, which probably affects the healthcare discussion we had in another episode, huh? Mm-hmm. That's what Americans need is McDonald's on demand to them. Yeah, and you, I mean, you could, it could, I guess some people in the, in the mainstream media sense could extend that metaphor to the political parties, right? I bet people would say, well, Republicans are greedy. Therefore that's Uber. And then Democrats are nice people, which therefore is Lyft. But Democrats outnumber Republicans. So I don't know if that works. Also, who's more likely to bring you food? Democrats, right? Ah, good point. Good point. But who's more likely to teach you to go get food? Uber. That's right. Give a man, you know, give a man a ride in an Uber and make a friend and then teach a man to drive uber x make him a taxpayer that's what i say in in many respects i think that the primary reason why lyft exists uh, outside of some initial innovation right because it came up with the pool idea first 
and they tip drivers. And they tip drivers. It's predominantly a, a business built on not being Uber, right? That, oh, we're, we're the nice guys. I think guys. that's the company's slogan, right? <laughs> we're the nice guys. <laughs> no, it is. And they have that really cool little mustache thing, right? And the bright pink everywhere. Like, you do feel good when you see Lyft's colors, right? Yeah, they're trying to make you feel good about yourself versus Uber is a little bit black and cold and and much more of like a Blade Runner feature. Blade Runner. Interesting. Okay. Uh, but obviously, so what is Uber's market cap? Do you know? Uh, in private valuation, is it $60 billion or $70 billion? Something like that. Jeez. Okay. That is incredible. And they're pretty much in almost every country on earth now, right? Uh, no, they... they they only recently expanded to some markets in Europe, and they actually backed out of of Asia, uh, and they, in, really, or, at least in China, I should say. Uh, and they they sold that to a competitor. Uh, so because they they're burning money pretty hardcore, uh, and lots lots of most of it's been on marketing to drivers and getting in subsidizing rides so they can they can pay drivers and compete against uh, the other. The, the competitors in these, these these regional markets. In America, they, they pretty much dominate many of the cities, uh, including San Francisco. Is, is their, San Francisco and New York are their two largest markets. But in other countries, they're facing extreme competition, so they're, they're paying a lot for riders and drivers. Uh, so, Aaron, you said they're paying a lot for drivers. What does that mean? Are they guaranteeing compensation, or are they simply just paying a lot in marketing? What's the deal? It, it's both, basically. They're giving bonuses for, for driving a certain amount. They are uh, advertising high referral fees. And essentially, they're, they're, they are trying to control as much of the supply, because it, it, it's one of the few marketplaces that's supply-constrained rather than, rather than demand-constrained. And whenever ride sharing first started getting growing, there were some economists who wrote about the what was ultimately going to happen at the end of the day. Because the reason why taxicab unions originally were created was the fact that the market itself was very unstable, because there was there's no barriers really to entry, and there's no real sort of buffer between competitors in the sense of riders. Like riders are willing, very happy to choose between. Lyft and Uber, and they don't really see much difference between the two. Uh, and drivers as well are really happy to drive for any old company. So that's why you see Uber and Lyft are talking about creating the these other sort of ancillary businesses uh, like autonomous vehicles, like delivering McDonald's, in a sense to justify such a high valuation, right? They need to show how much logistics could actually own. But the but the core business itself is is actually not that when you think about like the numbers and the margins and what you have to pay to get uh, to actually gain supply, so far it's not proving to be that awesome of a of a business. It's 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 struggling a lot with with margins, and when these subsidies disappear, what's going to happen? Prices are going to increase. So they're going after a land grab, and so far land grab has worked in some markets, and but in other markets where competitors are are being created. It's not being shown that Uber is being able to create that deep of penetration, predominantly because I don't. I think the economic research shows that people don't understand the difference between that much between uh, the different services. So, what's going to happen with the driverless cars trend? What is it? What is it going to turn into? I mean, ultimately, driverless cars. The question is when. Yeah, and how's that going to affect Uber and? Uh, Lyft. They both have significant investments from large auto dealers. 
um, to work on these future partnerships. So what do you think? Are they going to, are they going to be the ones we go to or are people going to get cars direct from the, uh, the, the automakers and then just have their own driverless car for them? Yeah, I actually believe that automakers are in a better position to produce this technology rather than, than Uber. Uber's primary competitive advantage in the sense that it drives so many miles already that it can just hop on top of that and, you know, map miles and, and put it against an, an algorithm. The only issue with that is that the hardest areas to actually map and put, you know, AI on top of it is cities. The easiest is highways, uh, which is why you see Tesla's leaked, or sorry, not leaked, they have they have teased a semi-autonomous truck. Because uh, actually truck miles are, are, are much easier, like where the uh, most semi-trucks travel, right? They're usually on highway, driving straight, the same speed with not a lot of traffic. That's much easier to map than, than a city. Uh, and as well as the Uber doesn't have any of this core hardware technology or that experience within the vehicle to to build these sort of sort of technologies. So I actually think Volvo, Ford, GM, Mercedes, Tesla are in a better position to produce uh, some some technology in the space. However, that that does the reason why Uber is is betting on it is not only to to support its valuation, but if someone else invents it first. Then, then they basically could put Uber out of business in the sense of creating nearly an infinite supply of of drivers while they're still paying people to drive. Interesting. So you're not bullish then long term on ride sharing companies in general. Is that what I'm hearing? It's a mixed bag. I mean, being bullish is is all depends on price, right? It all depends on on what it's currently evaluated and what it would contribute. Uh, ride sharing is going to be a business, probably going to be a billion dollar business. I think it's, it's pretty, it's pretty frothy right now. And the, the unit economics of most ride sharing companies are not very good. And rolling back the, they're going to eventually have to start rolling back all the, the marketing expenses and we'll see ultimately it flushes out. And to clarify, like I use Uber all the time I use Lyft. I enjoy both products tremendously, but whether or not you're bullish generally is oriented towards the price of of the current uh, of the current stock or the current valuation of the company, um, whether or not it's going to go up or down. So right now, I'm bearish on most of the pricing, but both companies will probably exist in the future and are good ideas and good and deliver excellent value to customers. It's just it's just a pricing issue. I was also, while you were talking, considering the merger of Lyft and Uber together into one giant ride-sharing monopoly, and the name of that company disturbed me. What would that be? Liber? Luber. Luber. <laughs> Liber. I don't know where I got Liber from. Liable. Like, I know, like, oofed, oofed. you know? <laughs> so, a Luber sub. All right. So interesting. So on that note, uh, go out and get yourself a Lyft or an Uber and enjoy this wonderful. I mean, it is amazing. We have cars to bring us here. It's like stuff that a hundred years ago would like be reserved for a king, like a carriage to come get you. And you could just pull it up on your phone. And for like five bucks, you can get a ride, you know, to most, most destinations are going to. It's, it's incredible. Absolutely. We are in a new era and the innovation that Uber has brought into the market has been very incredible. So the future is looking brighter than many people think. So get out of politics and there's lots of other really awesome stuff going on. I actually have a suggestion before we close out on ride sharing for mm-hmm. an idea for a company. Bear it, with me. Uber for so, ride. Bethay. 
No. Ride sharing is very important, right? Mm -hmm. So they said people are driving everywhere. They could be, you know, they could be carrying people. Okay. So think about Aaron. How often do you just walk down the street? Uh, I usually have other people carry me on a chair. Well, so that's interesting. I was thinking piggyback rides. Okay. Uh, we could have an app, come pick you up, throw you on your back and you could get piggyback. rides. one. You'd meet people. Second, we should definitely include some, like an integration with like Tinder or something. So you can actually see people before you or Facebook before you actually get, offer them a piggyback ride and uh, go from there and think about it. You could just see people having <laughs> piggyback rides up and down the streets. I definitely think I could test this out at like Burning Man or San Francisco first. And it could solve our fitness crisis. We, we could continue That's, the work of Michelle Obama. We could solve healthcare. We could solve the ride sharing because you know, the margins are going to be pretty good, right? Yeah. I mean, your insurance costs are going to go down and you'd be able to carry and you could do it whenever you want to, right? And then the question would be, how do you how do you innovate? So there's like piggyback X, which is your standard piggyback ride, you know, and then can you get like um, can you do the one where it's like Superman and there's like piggyback premium where like three people will carry you like Superman and kind of help put you up on their shoulders, you know? Ryan, I think you're on to something. I, I think I, I'm going to invest $10 million in this idea. It, okay, folks, you heard it here. So the launch of a new company, I'm going to call it uh, Piggyback Rides. I think I'm going to call it Hogwarts for now. So we'll see what happens with it. But anyways, check out, look out for that app coming very soon. It's disruptive. It's innovative. It's going to change the world. Let's insert other Silicon Valley slogans. It's. I'm just going to be crushing it afterwards. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you feel that you can listen to us. And leave a review. Aaron's emotional state is quite volatile. Unless he sees a positive review of four stars or more, he won't know what to do with himself. Yeah, if it's four stars or less, keep it to yourself. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Congratulations. You've just finished another episode of While We Are On The Subject. To continue your education and improve humanity, please share our content and visit our website at www.ots.com. That's www.ots.com.